We turn our attention today to Tehillim Kapitel Kuf Memhei, Tehillim Chapter 145. As I mentioned yesterday, this chapter of Tehillim is the most frequently recited psalm in the entire Jewish liturgy. It's the, the most of the psukim of Ashrei, uh, are contained here, beginning Tehillah the David. And of course, Ashrei, we say uh, every day, twice at Shachris and once at Mincha. And indeed, Chazal uh, tell us in the Gemara Maseches Brochos Davdalad, Kol HaOmer Tehillah the David, Sholosh Pa'omim Bechol Yom, whoever recites this prayer, this praise prayer of David. Three times a day, can be confident that he is, he will be part of Olam Haba of the world t- to come. Radak points out that with this capital Tehillim Kuf Memhe and the five additional ones after this, these last six Mismodim, are all no longer prayers to the Rebona Shalom. Uh, no longer songs of victory, but rather they are songs of praise. They are all tehillos in praise of the Rebona Shalom. And indeed, this whole set begins with the word tehillo, ends with the word hallelujah, and this capital of Tehillim begins with the word tehillo and ends with the words tehillas Hashem Yedaber Pi. Well, the theme throughout is Tehillah. Radak says, when will be this Tehillah? When will we feel the urge to recite these wonderful praises to the Rebona Shalom? Bekibbutz Goliath uvevinyan Yerushalayim. We will see several times throughout these Mizmorim the themes of the ingathering of the exiles and the building of Yerushalayim. You will notice, of course, that beginning with the Aleph of Aromimcha in Posuk Aleph, all the way through the Tof of Tehillah Hashem Yedaber Pi, we're following the sequence of the Aleph Beis, not the first time that we're following the sequence of the Aleph Beis in Tehillim by any means. However, this time there is a glaring omission, and that is the absence of the letter Nun. And again, the Gemara in Brochos asking the question, Why is there no Nun in Ashrei? Answers, Because there's a posuk which begins with Nun, which does not bode well for the Jewish people. And that is the posuk in Amos capital Hey, posuk Beis, Noflo lo sosif kum besulas Israel. She has fallen, she will not rise again, the young maiden of Israel. In order to avoid that association of Nun with Noflo, Nun with falling, we omit the letter. But notice the immediate next letter after Nun is Somech Hashem Lechol Hanoflim, already alluding 
to the power of the Ribbon Shalom to raise up and to support those noflim in the Posuk of the Nun, which is not even written. And the beginning praise is Aromimcho Elokai Hamelech, God the King, I will raise you up on high. And I will bless your name, Leolom Voed, forever. The meaning of Aromimcho, to raise God up, is to see God as the king who dominates over all other kings and rulers and powers in the world. He is the God on top of the Malochim, Melech Malchei Hamlochim. And all kings, rulers, dictators, presidents, etc., Tachas Memshaltecha are under God's dominion. Aromimcha, I will raise him high above all of these other gods. And I will bless your name forever and ever. What does it mean when David says, I will bless your name forever and ever? Does David think he's going to live forever and ever, Leolam Vaed, and be able to be Mivorech Shem Hashem forever? So Radak suggests no less than three approaches. Number one, that the Leolam Vaed does not modify Va'avorcha. Leolam Vaed does not mean I will bless you, your name forever and ever, but rather I will bless Shimcha Leolam Vaed, your eternal name. That's one approach. Another approach is, I will bless God, I will be Mavorech Hashem, Leolam Boed, all forever, forever, my first, my forever, my personal forever, the days of my life, all of my life. And the third possibility is, I will continue to bless God in the world to come. In which case, Aromimcho Elokai HaMelech means, I will exalt God. I will raise God on high in this world. And I will bless his name in the world to come. Godol Adonoi Umuhulol Miyod Veligdulaso Ein Cheke. Godol Hashem. God is great, meaning God is greater than it is possible to express. Godol Hashem, God is beyond the words of man to praise Him. Umuhulol miyod, He is praised in an infinite way. There is no way to fathom His gedula, His greatness. We can only praise Him according to our limited Abilities, but we recognize that God is above the words that we can produce. I want to go back for a moment to Posuk Beitz. Behold Yom Avorcheka, I will bless him every day, can also mean I will bless him each day. I will bless him every single day. As Chazal tell us in the Gemara Meseches Brochos Tafmem, Every day, give him the brachos, which are specific and unique 
to that day. This is reflected in a pasuk we had much earlier in Tehillim in Kapitel Samach Ches, pasuk Beis, when we say, Oruch Hashem Yom Yom. Here too, Bechol Yom Avorcheka, each and every day gets its special bracha. Now, man is limited and cannot possibly praise God, number one, because he cannot encompass, he cannot apprehend all of God's greatness, but also because man is mortal, man is finite, he lives only a certain uh, lifespan, and how then can he propel the praises that he feels and experiences beyond his limited number of years? So David begins to address that here now in Posuk Dalet. Dor le dor yishabach ma'asecha u'gevuro secha yagidu. Yes, our lives are short, our lives are finite, our lives are limited. But we can overcome the finiteness of our lives by recognizing Koheles Kapitel Aleph Posuk Dalet, Dor Holech, Yes, our generation may pass from the scene, but a new generation comes along. And before our generation passes from the scene, we wish to instill in the coming generation the feelings of tehillah, the feelings of praise that we experience. So that, Dor Lidor Yishabach Ma'asecho Ugevuro Secho Yagidu generation to generation, will praise your deeds and declare your gavuros, your powers, your mighty acts. Hadar kavod hodecho v'divrei nifla osecho osicho. The glory, the great glory of your, the, of the what should we call it the majesty of your splendor and your wonders asicha I will recount I will tell here Radak says very beautifully just as I tell asicha I recite your niflaos your wonders so too the future generations will do so. They too will exclaim and proclaim and exalt your splendor, your majesty. In the words of Radak, that you have done for me, I will and they, the next generation, when they will receive God's grace, they will say, Radak will have these uh, two halves of Pasuk Vav almost transposed. Just as I tell of your greatness, so too they, Yomeru, in the plural, will speak about the strength of your awesome deeds. They, the next generation, 
will express, will give expression to, yabiyu, will give expression to uh, your um, the greatness of your good. Radak insists that Rav is not Rav here is not an adjective. Zecher Rav Tufcha does not mean the recounting or the reminding or the memory of your of your great good. Rav being the adjective for Tufcha, but rather Rav the greatness, the noun Tufcha of your good. and they will sing of your righteousness. For Radak Yiraneinu means. Bikol Rom, they will sing aloud of your graciousness. And what will they sing, this next generation? What will be the Yomeru, the Yabi'u, the Yiraneinu, that they will utter and express and sing aloud? The following. Chanun v'rachum Adonoi erech chosed. That God is um, merciful, that he um, deals graciously with all of his creatures, and Rahum that he has compassion for them, guards them from harm. Erechapayim, he was patient, he patiently forgives even the wicked. Ugedol chosed. And he gives us chesed beyond that which we deserve. Gedol chosed suggests Radak. Shemagdil chasto al bnei odom, that he um, um, expresses his chesed in a way that is greater and more abundant than is deserved. Yoser v'yoser imashehem ruuyim lekabel. This is ugedol chesed. His chesed is greater than that which we deserve. Tov Adonoi lakol v'rachamov al kol maasov. God is good to all creatures, animals as well as man. He is good to all of them. And therefore we must emulate him and not uh, give pain to animals, uh, not use animals unnecessarily unless they are for human welfare. Otherwise, we have to be very gentle in the way we treat animals. And indeed, this last phrase of the posuk v'rachamov al ma'asov God's compassion is upon all of his deeds, all of his creatures we have this beautiful passage in the Gemara Meseches Baba Messiah, Daf Omer Aleph, that Rabbeinu HaKodosh Rebbe Rabbi Yehuda Hanosi told his maidservant not to disturb the little weasels that lived, the chuldos the small rodents that lived in the foundation work of the house, but rather he should let them, she should let them, he instructed her to let them live peacefully and not to disturb them. And he quoted this posuk, V'rachamov al kol ma'asov ksiv. We have this posuk which says, God's rachamim, his mercy, his pity, is upon all his creatures. Yoducho Adonoi Kol Maasecho Vachasidecho Yevorchucho. All of your creatures will give praise to you, even animals who are literally dumb and cannot express thanksgiving to God. Nevertheless, Radak suggests, they too, in a certain way, will praise God. How? Because 
the man, the human being, who contemplates God's mercy upon all his creatures, that man will praise God on their behalf. Yoducha ha'odom ha'meivin bohem, says Radak. The person who is aware and understands the greatness of God's actions to his creatures, his animal world, will give thanks to God for that. Yoducha adonoi koma asecho v'chasidecho yevorchucho. Those chasidim, those people who are misbonanim tomid b'maasecha, who are always meditating upon God's handiwork, they will utter these barachos, yivorchucha. And indeed, this sentence, v'chasidecha yivorchucha, reflects the entire nexus, the entire network, the complex network of the brochos that we recite, which are so many and which cover every possible aspect of the natural world. And the Gemara says, If a person sees this, he recites this brocha. If he sees that, he recites that brocha. That's, those are the chasidim v'chasidecha yavorchucha. Indeed, this uh, parak which we are studying today, today is Erev um, Pesach, although I'm dictating this quite a bit before, but uh, we will study this on Erev Pesach, and Nachiomi is scheduled to recite this in Erev Pesach, and this year, Erev Pesach is a day for Birchas Achamo the day that we recite the blessing upon the sun returning to its original point in its 28-year cycle. And that's part of the Chasidecha Yevorchucha. In the words of Radak, very important, those who reflect constantly upon God's natural world, and recite brachos for God the entire time of their reflection. They're always wowed. They're always in awe. They're always wonderstruck by God's creations and always reciting brachos, therefore, heim ha-chasidim. Those are the true chasidim. As the Gemara says in Meseches Bavakama, Daf Lamed, man chasidov. A person wants to be a true chosid, lekayem mile de brachos. He should fulfill the words of Maseches Brochos, he should be careful in the Brochos that he recites. He should be knowledgeable about the Brochos he recites. Vachasidecho yevorchuchay. It is the person who is the Chosid who recites Brochos. And among these um, wonders that the person apprehends is the next pasuk Yudalov Kavod Malchusacho Yomeru Ugvurosho Yedaberu. The glory, the honor of your majesty, they will utter and they will speak of your might. They will speak of your uh, Gavura. Meaning, in the Brochos, they will incorporate Kavod Malchusacho and Ugvurosacho. The Brochos themselves will have Shemu Malchus. They will recite God's name. They will say, Melech Olam, Kavod Malchusacho Yomeru. They will emphasize God's majesty. God's sublimity in the very text of the brachos that they will use. 
Now, a bracha that a person recites is really just something between himself and his maker. However, we must go beyond that. A bracha cannot just be a private thing. Pasuk Yud Beis, Lahodia Livnei Ha'odom Gevurosov. Brachos should be done in a way that they are a vehicle by which to inform others about God and His powers. Uchavod Hadar Malchuso, and about the glory of His um, Majesty. Radak, just as they recite brachos and praise God among themselves, privately, individually, so they have to inform others who might be ignorant of God and His ways and His powers and His majesty and inform them through the brachos of God's gavuros and God's Malchus, God's majesty. Malchus Malchus Your kingship is an eternal kingship. Umem dor for dor. And your, your dominion is for every generation and generation. God's Malchus is different from the Malchus of a human being. His reign is a lot longer than the reign of a human being. Human being, eventually his reign is over, either because his term is up, there's a revolution, he dies, but the Malchus of God, ain't lo hefsek, as Radak puts it, has no break. It is eternal, it is constant, it is forever. So meich Adonoi l'chol hanoflim v'zokeif l'chol hakefufim. God has this power of supporting all who stumble and who makes all those who are bent stand straight. He can support all those who have fallen. As we recited earlier, as we studied earlier in Kapitel Kuf Yud Gimel, as we recite in Hallel, May Ashpos Yorim Evyon Lahoshivi Im Nadivim. God can uplift, can raise up the um, the fallen. The eyes of all look to you expectantly. They look to you with longing, with expectation. Yisaberu. Um, and all creatures look to God. They may not know, as Radak points out so beautifully, they may not know Eilecha, in other words, the eyes of every creature expects its food, its um, its its prey, its shelter, etc. But they do not know necessarily that this expectancy that they have is toward God. However, um, they're ultimately all putting their hope, their expectations in the Ribono Shololam. V'ato nosein lohem es ochlom v'ito. And indeed, God gives them their food in its proper time. Ito, Radak points out, is in the singular. He gives them all. They need to eat in its time or his time because kol min vomin yeshlo es yodua 
Yizdamein bo ma'acholo. Every species has its time when its ma'achol, when its food is prepared for it. Some in the night, some in the morning, some earlier, some later. And then we have Pasuk Tezayin, which is a very, very basic Pasuk. And it's a Pasuk which we recite in acknowledgement that God is the one who opens His hands and sustains us all. Poseach es yodecho. You give it open-handedly. You are generous and open-handed. And he feeds every creature according to that creature's desire, according to that creature's will. Each person, according to his desire, is given substance. Sadik Adonoi Bechol Derochov Bechosid Bechol Ma'asov The Lord is righteous in all of His ways and faithful, gracious, merciful in all of His works. And here, Radak points out that when one looks at nature, one often doesn't see justice, but rather sees one beast of prey preying upon another beast. One animal eating another. Dog eat dog, fish eat fish, sheep, I'm sorry, wolf eat sheep, lion eat gazelle, etc. And this would seem to be injustice, not justice. And yet David HaMelech expresses Tzadik Hashem Bechol Rochov. Because, as Radak has it, even though one, every one single living creature preys upon other living creatures, nevertheless, it is all according to God's cheshbon, it is all according to God's reckoning. There is tzedek in even the ways of nature that seem to be laws of the jungle. And Radak here mentions that this question of the injustice that one beholds just in the ways that animals relate to each other is a mevucho gedolo ben hachachomim, is a great debate among various philosophers or wise men. Some say that when the cat catches the mouse, the mouse is suffering, it is a punishment to the mouse. The mouse sinned, and God is somehow punishing it. It's the onesh hanitrof ve'es ho'el yisporach. The one who's the victim is being punished by God. And indeed, we find in the Gemara and Mesech Eschulin, Rabbi Yochanon kad ha've'echoze sholoch she'shole dogim min hayom, that Rabbi Yochanan, when he saw a, uh, an ocean bird, a seagull, um, a pelican perhaps, um, fetching fish from the sea, and he saw the fish was now caught in the beak of the pelican, Hava Omar, he would say, Mishpotecho tahom rabo, your justice extends even to the depths of the sea. A pasuk from earlier in Tehillim, capital Lamed Vov, Posuk Zion. 
So this would support the view that the laws of uh, reward and punishment, God's providential laws, apply to the animal world as well. But others say, no, there is no gemul va'onesh, there is no reward and punishment for animals, only for humans. Radak asserts his own opinion and writes, Va'anachnu nomar, we say neither. Not that all animals for everything they do are held to account with rewards and punishment, and not that none of them but only humans, but rather, Yesh gemul va'onesh l'sha'or minei balei there is reward and punishment for other animal species besides man, because if they harm or assist man. That in the relations between a lion and a sheep and the pelican and the fish, there may be no structure of reward and punishment. But in the relations between the animals and the humans, there there is reward and punishment for the animals. And he quotes a number of proof texts to support this. Bereshis capital test, posuke, miyad kol chayo edrishenu. If an animal uh, murder or devours a human being, says God, I will seek out that animal. Chabako capital bays, vishod behemos yechisan. And on the contrary, there is reward for animals as well. As the Gemara and Bechoros, pondering the fact that the donkey has a special, uh, uh, what should we say, a special mitzvah connected to it, the mitzvah of Peter Chamor. So the Gemara and Bechoros says, Why do we have the ceremonial mitzvah of Pidyon Petech Amor, the Fishet Toanu Bizosom Shal Yisrael, because when the Jewish people left, left Egypt, a theme for today, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, uh, the donkeys helped them carry the uh, booty out of Mitzrayim, and therefore donkeys for all eternity are rewarded. Why does a person dispose of the non-kosher carcass of an animal? To the dog, lakelev tashlichon also, because the dogs did not wet, W-H-E-T, their tongues at us when we left Misraim. lo yecheratz kelev lishono. So we see, says the Gemara, malamei che'en ha-kadosh baruchu mekapeach sechar kol beria uveria. That God is not stingy, does not deny reward even to the creatures like dogs and donkeys. So indeed, Tzadik Hashem bechol derochov, even with animals, v'chosid bechol ma'asov. Korov Adonoi l'chol korov l'chol asher yikruhu v'mes. God is close to all that call upon Him as long as they call upon Him in truth, in sincerity. Radak. Korov Hashem Lechol Korov, God is close to all those who call upon Him. May Eze Am From whatever nation they come, Jew or non-Jew, as long as they call upon God, Ve'emes, with sincerity, God is close to them. Ritzon Yireyov Yaseh. 
And those people who fear God and call upon Him, indeed they will find their wishes fulfilled and He will do what they ask of Him. And and He will um, hear their cry and deliver them. Shomer Adonoi Eskol Ohavov Vies Kol Horoshoim Yashmit. Whereas in Posuk Yutes we are speaking of those who fear God, Ritzon Yureyov Yaaseh, and deliver them from their um, problems, deliver them from their woes, deliver them from their enemies. When it comes to the Ohave Hashem, to those who are not merely fearful of God, but who are loving of God, Ohavov, there God sees to it that they don't even have these problems, that they don't even meet these enemies. He guards against them, against these uh, threats to the Ohavim. Shomer Adonoyes kol Ohavov, v'yeis kol horshoim yashmid, and he will destroy all the wicked. There is a time, and the Nevi'im speak of it, and we just read about it in Malochi, in the Haftorah that we read this past Shabbos, Shabbos HaGodol. There is a time, Bo'er Katanur, a time which burns like an oven, which is fiery time. And all the evil schemers will be like straw, Vilihat Osam, and they will be consumed in the fire. The Aiskol Horoshoyim Yashmid. There is a time when the wicked will finally be destroyed. And finally, when all this happens, when we see God's listening to the prayers of those who fear him and certainly of those who love him, then Tehilas Adonoy Daberpi. Then my mouth will speak the praise of God. My mouth will utter the praise of God. And all creatures, kol bosor, all flesh, will bless His holy name forever and ever. Kol bosor means, for Radak at least, not all creatures, but all flesh. And all flesh means all human beings. Um, they are the Chol Bosor. And so we have studied together, concentrating as usual for us upon the commentary of Radak. But hopefully what we've accomplished in this study is to explicate and to explain the words of these commonly recited phrases and to give them a new depth of meaning so that when we recite them now day by day, three times a day, if not more, we uh, will know what they mean, we will have the proper kavona, and we indeed will feel korov Hashem l'chol korov, we will feel the closeness of God, to God which is available to all who call upon Him sincerely without hypocrisy and with an honest heart. Tomorrow we will turn to Kapitel Kuf Mem Vav.